Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, I am super excited to have my guest this week. We have been talking about having her on the show for literally years now, so I am so happy we finally get to sip and chat. Um, My guest is Ange Caulfield, and she's a business consultant, SOP specialist, and public speaker. So thanks for joining me today. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. And when you're like we tell your listeners years that that is like an actual thing. Yeah. It's been like it's, 2 years. Yeah, at least. <laughs> oh, how time flies. <laughs> oh, and I didn't even think of that like asking this question, um but I will, but yeah, we'll have to talk about that. I mean, you kind of started your business just like in the like well, those were like early COVID days, right? Yeah. Um I quit my corporate job at the end of April in 2020. So I literally started my business like in the heart of the pandemic. Yeah. Dang, doesn't that seem like so long ago? Like it's such a weird time warp. Yeah. It doesn't feel real a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like I'm looking down from space. Like, is that, is that my life? What's happening? (laughs) Yeah. I know that's kind of like we lived at in, well, right outside New Orleans when Katrina hit and it's kind of the same kind of thing. Like, like there's that pre-Katrina life and then like the post-Katrina life. And it was like so reminiscent of that, like in the early days of COVID. Oh my gosh. Well, you have lived through many challenges. Yeah, that's true. It's why I drink champagne in my closet. I mean, there's numerous (laughs) reasons why I do it, but that's just another one. Yeah. I don't even need a reason. I'm okay (laughs) with just doing it. So, um, and let me, how is that wine? I have never actually had it. You got the Oregon bubbles, right? The pink one. Yes, the A to Z. It is very good. Um, really light on the bubbles, and I like it that way. I prefer it that way, not the mm-hmm. super like some you get that are super harsh bubbly. Yes, that's not my fave. <clears throat> um, this is super mellow, really mild. I chilled it for a good twenty four hours, and I have it in the cutest of cute cups with a mermaid on it. So, oh yes, I, I saw that. But like right before you went off video. Okay, my goal for twenty twenty three is to actually do video and move out of the closet. So when I do that, you'll have to come back on and I'll send more champagne and we'll look at your cup. <laughs> well, I'll mail you a mermaid glass and we can have matching glasses. How about that? Oh, that would be fun. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before we dive into your mission, um, yeah. Can you give us a little bit of background? You said you left your corporate job and started your business. Like, did you always want to be a business owner? Like all that fun stuff? Yeah. I, my dream was always to work for myself. Like when you ask a little kid, Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I never had an answer. It was always like, I want to be my own boss. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I've always been extremely driven and I got a job like right when I was 18 and I was lucky to have that job. It really, my corporate career of 14 years was, um, an amazing blessing. It has really paved the way for the way that I do business and interact with people and communicate. Um, so I'm extremely grateful and super grateful that I 
am past that point in life. Um, <laughs> my background is in marketing and management and um, business administration. And so through um, throughout my corporate career, I was a manager of several thousand people. Um, and so I combine all of the things, right? Like my experience, my education, and my drive and passion to change the way that we um, that we do things in the corporate mm-hmm. world. So super exciting. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, <clears throat> I can't imagine. I only worked in the corporate world for like a year after college and I didn't even get that high up. So I don't really know. But there's got to be like a lot of red tape and bullshit, I imagine, that you oh had God. to like deal with, right? <laughs> oh, always. There's always the, like the chain of command. And then there's like the day-to-day, the customer service front. And then there's like the actual managing of the people. Like there, there's a whole lot, right? Yeah. And um, when you're not the one that creates the system or the structure, you just have to be like the cog within the machine. Mm. Um, that was like, I was good at that job and I was successful at my job but I always wanted more and I didn't quite fit in um, because I am not very good at playing the game, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I love it. So now your mission is to dismantle the current narrative around the leadership and workplace. So like, what's your, what's your approach for that? Um, I am super team and employee focused. I also mm-hmm. am absolutely hell bent on um, creating equity in our growth and expansion opportunities and really um, just making sure that we are honoring and amplifying the voices that have been marginalized and silenced for such a long period of time mm-hmm. and um, really focused on working with um, with the thought leaders of the future with people Mm -hmm. who know and understand that um, attracting and retaining the best quality people um, means that you have to be the best possible leader that you can possibly be. Mm -hmm. And um, that is extremely important to me, right? Like the, the antiquated narrative that we have around what professionalism is and has been um, it's so outdated. It's dying. And um, the rest of us that are like on on a mission, right, to grow um, to to grow wealth and put it in the hands of good people, we know that in order to do that, we have to change the way we do things. Yeah, well, I, I, it makes t- it, to me it seems like common sense. Like, why wouldn't you want to focus on your team and your employees and your culture? You know, because like all the good stuff just kind of comes af- like as a byproduct of treating your people well, you know, and respecting them and, you know, getting them to share their opinions and, you know, believing in them. Yeah. And, and sharing value, like um, showing them that you value them and appreciate yeah. them. Um, having that transparent communication where you're able to just um, be as honest as you can be, right? Like we can't, mm-hmm. we can't always in leadership positions um, tell everyone everything. However, yeah. Um, to the best of our ability, right? It makes a lot more sense if if we're we're heading into a really big project to say like, hey Nicole, I just wanted to to let you know that I appreciate you. I value your position here and the work that you're doing. We have a big project upcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be some high expectations around that. I'm happy to walk through those with you. I want to provide you the tools that you need to be successful. I'm here to support you. Please let me know if you have questions or how I can how I can help you be successful. Mm-hmm. And that person immediately is like, holy shit, like I may have to like this project may be hard. It may be challenging. It may be stressful, but I immediately know what's expected of me. 
I Mm -hmm. immediately know that I'm not alone and that my boss or my leader, my manager sees me as a human being and they value me being here and they value my work. And um, it's those types of conversations that I think are so crucial. Yeah, I totally agree. Do those not happen a lot? Like that you Uh, see? No, no, I, I do not. I would not say that that's the standard and that that really to me is the challenge, right? Because our job as a leader is to provide the tools and resources that our team needs to be successful, period. Mm -hmm. Whatever that resource is, like whether it's money or an assistant or a new computer or a a new copier that hasn't been broken for five years, like whatever (laughs) it is, right? Like that's your job and your job is to walk the walk. Like if, mm-hmm. if I say I'm going to be there to support you, if I say that like, Hey, this is our end goal and I'm here with you, then, then you need to show up and you need to follow through. And I know that is, that is the minority. I would not say that, 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 that happens the majority of the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So what is like, so you work with a lot of leaders in different capacities. What is like mm-hmm. a common mistake that you kind of see? Maybe they don't even realize that they're, they're doing it or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I pro proactive communication is mm. like huge and whether you're a solopreneur, yes, it applies differently. Or you have a small business of two to five people, or you employ several hundred people. Um, being proactive is 100% the way to minimize miscommunications, you're minimizing missed deadlines, um, mm-hmm. people know what's expected of them, and waiting, right, to see what happens, and then everybody's playing catch up, and now you're frustrated because things aren't getting done on time, people are confused, and it's like, hey, back up a sec, <laughs> all you had to do was like, just like I said before, like, hey, this is what we have upcoming, or hey, I know this is going to be challenging, or like, Hey, I have this bitch and opportunity. I'm super pumped. You are totally the right person. Let's work on this together. Like that, that sort of proactive communication is what sets the tone for how your projects and your goals are executed. Yeah, totally. And I mean, you have to think like the energy we put behind it as leaders is going to affect the energy of the outcome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Sorry. I was, I was taking a little sip of champagne, but, um, but yeah, absolutely. Right. Like we know everything, everything has energy, everything has a vibration and where you're at, right. Whether you're low vibe, high vibe, um, that energy comes out into your work. It comes mm-hmm. out into your people. So it's up to you to set that tone. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So true. Um, like I said, before we started recording, um, I hopped on your website, which <laughs> I seriously love that you had murder. She wrote on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Rest in peace. Angela I Lansbury. Know. I can't, I cried. Oh, I, as a kid, my mom, my mom didn't watch much TV, but every Sunday night, we all as a family had to watch murder. She wrote <laughs> like, I vividly remember <laughs> watching it as a kid. <laughs> Yes, you are like one of the only people really in our age or age right. range anyway that that had that same thing. But yeah, it's very nostalgic for me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Totally. I love that show. <laughs> it was good. I'm going to have to go back and watch it now like as an adult. I haven't watched it since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But I'll have it's to so good. 
She was so cute. But anyway, okay. So other than that, also, I saw on your website um, a stat that said 57% of employees leave because of management. Like, that's a Mm -hmm. lot. That's a big percentage. (laughs) Yeah, it's huge. But you want to know, like, the most empowering and amazing thing about that is? What? um, It's preventable. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And so if you know already that the vast majority of people in the workforce really, really care about who their leader is, who their manager is, so much so that they're willing to leave a job, which, I mean, it may pay them well, it may not pay them well, like all of the circumstances, like people are willing to walk away from a job based on poor leadership. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's wild. That is but crazy. It's, but it's preventable. If you mm-hmm. pay attention and you execute um, well, you, then you, then you get to like, you get to be the minority, right? You get to be the smaller part of that percentage, which is, um, which is what we're going for. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. So some, say somebody comes to you and they're like, and you know, the ship is sinking. I need some help. <laughs> like a terrible yeah. leader. Like, mm-hmm. where do you start? Like, how do you work with your clients and like, where do you kind of get them started with that foundation and kind of like next steps and stuff so they can, you know, turn that ship around? Yeah. So it goes with um, two different avenues. So if I am going to um, go into an organization or speak to a small business or um, teach like a leadership training or a speaking opportunity, I approach those things a little differently. I have a couple of signature, um, like signature trainings Mm -hmm. and dependent on where the organization is at and what they want to focus on. I would select one or more of those and um, deliver it to their um, their managers, their leaders, um, small groups. I love talking in person if mm-hmm. I if I can. Like that's my that's my go to. That's my jam. I I'm a big like energy be around people person, and so mm-hmm. it's important to me to connect in that way. Um, hashtag willing to travel. <laughs> <laughs> um, But if I am working with someone who is like more of on an individual basis or a small business owner or someone who's like, oh, my gosh, like our organization has no systems, no structure. We're so unorganized. I spend most of my time saying like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do on a day to day basis. Mm -hmm. I start by helping them create structure and system within their organization. So, um, SOPs are huge and it sounds boring and people may not know what that is, but it is huge. If you don't know what it is, standard operating procedures, I don't care who you are. I don't care how many people you employ, you need them, period. I feel like I just feel called out because I'm like in the middle of creating mine. (laughs) Oh girl, I see you. I see you. Um, because for the longest time it was just me and I have an amazing um, employee that works with me now. And so now it's like in the process of like pulling everything out of my head because I'm not the only one doing it anymore. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, it, my word of advice to anybody is like you said, do them and do them before you think that you need them. Like do them when you start, just when you open a business, start, just do them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I would like, I, I'm going to ask you this as a question. So I hope that that's okay. Here's like, I'm like, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, do you, or have you ever found yourself even like maybe pre employee thinking to yourself, Oh, well, I have like a lot to do today, but I don't really know what that is. And I don't really know. And then you get like overwhelmed and then you do nothing. 
Yeah, um, definitely. I've had days like that because, you know, with marketing, there's like a million different tasks to do to do all of them for multiple mm -hmm. people. So, yeah, sometimes when I look at my list, I'm like, uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> is today Thursday so I can go drink wine in the closet? <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um, I have totally. Yeah, and so that really like in its simplest form is what I want to help people do is because we all have um we all have this great idea like Nicole's an amazing marketer or like you know I am an amazing public speaker and that's wonderful it's so good to have a skill or be a product maker or a brick and mortar whatever your skill is that is amazing i also think that people with amazing skills oftentimes overlook the fact that running a business and having an amazing set of skills is not the same thing. Mm -hmm. And True. while you can be super successful and amazing at the thing that you're really, really good at, you still also have to be successful at the business aspect. Yes. So I help create organization and structure with the business aspect, no matter what that amazing skill is. Yeah, I love that. Because I mean, we have these skills that we enjoy. So that's why we're like, okay, I'm gonna make a business out of it. But like you're saying, all the businessy type things on the other side can get super frustrating, which kind of like, makes you almost resent the fun skills that you have at times, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is stupid, you know, but yeah. being yeah, able to stupid and it sucks. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, being able to merge or like marry those two together, that's, that's ideal. That's where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. That's such a fabulous way of saying it. Thank you. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and I hear this, um, from all kinds of people, like, like, do you really need an SOP for like every single thing? Please tell me no. Um, <laughs> The, the answer is the answer is no. I mean, there there are going to be some things that are like on the job learning, right? Mm -hmm. Or there are going to be some things that um, Ange might do one way and Nicole might do like might approach differently. But as mm -hmm. long as they get to that same end goal, we're good. The end goal is what ends up in your SOP. Awesome. So so you and I could could do the thing, the same thing, and we could do it a little different. That's fine. But mm -hmm. the end goal, as long as we get to that end goal, we're we're golden. We're good. Gotcha. So it's like the math we learned as kids as opposed to what our kids are learning now. It's like the same answer, oh. but two different ways. Oh, yeah. I Oh, my God. It's embarrassing. Oh, I'm like, I know. I'm, yeah. My youngest is eight, and I'm like, I can't help you. <laughs> yeah. Same. I am the same way. My daughter, she's in seventh grade, and I'm like, uh, look at your dad. I have no idea. <laughs> you are, like, speaking Greek to me right now. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I learned how to use a calculator, so that's pretty much the extent of my yeah. math skills. Thank you. <laughs> right? I know. I'm like, Ugh. why would you change math? But anyway, so I love it. Okay. Um, awesome. So what kind of like, what, you, you also have another kind of business that I'd love to talk about a little bit too, because I was about to ask, you know, like how you kind of achieve work-life balance. And I think if you even think that's a thing or how you, you know, do all of that to kind of keep everything rolling. And I w didn't know if that wellness part of your business has anything to do with that. So I'd love to learn more about that too. Yeah, I have like, I call it my quote unquote, my side gig. Um, <laughs> I am a certified holistic health and nutrition coach. I am also a certified Reiki master practitioner. 
And um, I have been a wellness advocate with doTERRA essential oils for like eight years. So Mm -hmm. I have a whole other like holistic wellness side to myself and my business. And um, to answer a portion of your question, no, to me, work-life balance doesn't exist. What I strive for is work-life integration Mm, Um, because it's not always going to be balanced, right? The scale isn't always going to be balanced. Sometimes we have to go hard into a project and it takes a lot of time and energy Mm -hmm. and our other things, I don't want to use the word suffer, but our other things don't get as much attention, right? And so the goal is to understand that there's going to be times and periods in life, in business, that one thing is going to need more attention than the other. And so it's not necessarily balanced, but how do we integrate all of the moving parts so that, um, so that everything still moves along smoothly? Yeah. Oh, I love that. And do you ever kind of blend those two together, like with the leadership and maybe like oils? Like I know there's a coach out here in Hood River. She does, um, ooh, something about like, like you're not not the disc test, but something like that, something with your strengths. And so she does it's like leadership, but then she also kind of incorporates the oils with her clients. So which I thought was really interesting and pretty cool. Um, I think it's really cool. And I would say, like, to be completely honest, right, like uh, this, I believe in transparency. Um, at first, when I started my business, the goal was to combine my two businesses together. Mm-hmm. And I, it made sense to me, but it did not make sense to other people. And Uh it was really challenging to paint a clear picture about what I do. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I recently actually, like in the last several months really decided to take, um, to, to separate those two sides. And, um, I'm finding that it's actually working better for me. And I tend to attract like the I tend to attract the people that are that are into holistic wellness and um you know like energy work and reiki like I attract those people to me mm-hmm. and um not at like and those types of people that are my vibe people like those types of people are leaders and are mm-hmm. managers and do own small businesses and and um work for corporations and so i'm finding that the separation is actually really allowing things to flow a little more smoothly and it's oh, that's going awesome yeah it's going a lot better yay oh i love that cuz yeah i've i've had a few doTERRA oils over the years and i love them oh my gosh there's like 65 oils on my desk right now that's an exaggeration <laughs> it's like 20 though like seriously i have there's they're everywhere they're all over my house so yeah <laughs> that's awesome um so in growing your business over the last few years, like what have you found to be like the most effective marketing tool that you've used or strategy or, you know, what you enjoy the most? Because it kind of seems like the, the marketing strategies that we enjoy the most are the ones we use the most. But um, what has been your experience with that? Um, I have been, I it's changed for me. I go through periods where um, social media marketing is like, amazing. And, um, I do really well and attract clients and get leads and like all sorts of things. Um, and that is incredible, right? Like social media is such a great tool and social media is also for me personally, the most draining. 
Like mm-hmm. it takes the most energy to show up and keep up with the trends and um, because that's part of it, right? Like yes. we, we still have to know like, oh, like what, what do I do? Oh, I can't do a picture anymore. Oh, I have to do this. And, and so like, I find it to be the most draining mm-hmm. and what I really love and enjoy now is moving towards like um, my email list, moving towards, yes. um, moving towards things that I own. Right. Yeah. So if social media closed down, I still have a way to get a hold of my people. And that mm-hmm. is um what I what I'm spending a little bit more time and energy in. I love that. Yeah. I I think you're one hundred percent on point. I know like you hear a lot of people say, like, well, email's dead. It's like it's really not. <laughs> yeah. I promise. <laughs> yeah. It's also not ever gonna die. So yeah, exactly. Like it's gonna be there forever. And so. we literally check it like twenty times a day. So I mean they're they're opening and seeing it, but whatever. <laughs> um Called and ha- out. You called me out. <laughs> um, and you do a lot of public speaking too, right? And uh, do you yeah. find that is, you know, I don't know, helps with brand awareness or brings leads or anything like that? I love it. Like I said earlier, being, I, I 100% um, am absolutely at my best when I am in front of people. <sighs> I, there's just such an energetic shift, right? Like I just, I feel so good. It feels natural. Um, I am totally okay tooting my own horn. Like I have dope energy and Mm -hmm. like, I am able to deliver in a way that's captivating and keeps people coming back. Like people, right. Like sometimes people get told they have to go through a training. They're not the one that wanted to go. And so it's like, how do you captivate the people that didn't think they wanted to be there. Right. That's my goal. Like that's my goal is to be able to speak to those people. Yeah. Like they're there that... looking for another job because their manager made them go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I have never understood the brains of people that love getting up in front of people, but it is such a cool thing. Like I just I love that that you do that because you are like you do have dope energy and I do love that that's how you're getting out there and sharing your mission with the world. Thanks. I would I would argue that you podcasting for the last several years um is is also a form of doing that. <laughs> so I think you have it. It's just a little different. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll take that. <laughs> Um, so, you know, we all have to get out of our comfort zones, um, which, you know, is obviously not super fun or easy for any of us, but what do you do to get out of your comfort zone to, to help your business grow? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I asking for help. Mm-hmm. It has always been, has always been challenging for me. Um, and it's twofold, right? One, because I'm really proud and really determined and really independent. And I'm like, I don't need help. I don't need help. I don't need help. (laughs) And two, um, you know, like I just, um, it it's, you ask for help and then you get a hundred different answers. Right. And Mm -hmm. people tell you all the things that you should do differently, all the things that you, aren't doing that they want you to do. And it's Mm -hmm. like how, um, it begins to drown out your own intuition. And so those like, it's like a twofold, really, really hard for me where I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, and it's okay. You have, you have people in your corner and it's okay to lean on them and take what they say, absorb it, Mm -hmm. let it roll around in there 
and take what resonates with you. Just because you hear something doesn't mean you have to do it. So that's like, that's my big, like personal, that's my personal growth thing Mm -hmm. right now. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I because I think too, for the longest time, we've been all kind of taught to not listen to our intuition, you know, so mm-hmm. that's yeah. definitely, it's scary, but it's like, it's really amazing once you get past the like, super scary part of like, what am I doing? Why am I listening to myself? <laughs> once I'm not terrified anymore. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah. And I, I would also like just point out too, when you start to use words like intuition and energy and emotion and those types of things in a corporate environment, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That turns people off. That raises people's eyebrows. That yeah. makes people ask questions, right? They look at you differently. And that's really like, that's part of my mission, right? Like I use the word intuition that doesn't make me unprofessional. It doesn't make right. me unqualified. Mm-hmm. It's just acknowledging that there that there are other things at play here, you know? Yeah, totally. And that should, you know, right there kind of give them a red flag. It's like, why is this bothering me? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're not listening to it. So, you know, like. <laughs> why am I so triggered right now? <laughs> right? <laughs> awesome. Okay, so we're to your favorites. Um, this is one of my favorite parts of the show because I get to really learn about things people like. But um, what's your favorite book? And you can name more than one if you have more than one. Okay. Um, We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. Oh, that's like, so good. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. It is so good. I, um, I bought it on Audible first. Mm. And I listened to it. Seriously, this is probably my fourth time listening to it. And it, I loved it so much that I went out and bought the hard copy, too. Yeah, because there's just something so special and different about holding an actual book in your hand. But yes. that is an absolute must. Absolute must. Yeah, it's like I think I like threw the book down after I read it. I'm like, yes, yeah, this we do all need to be millionaires. Like, yes, bitch, we do. Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> is it her narrating it? Because I haven't listened to it on Audible. It is. It is her narrating it. Okay. And she's just like, her energy is amazing. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've heard. I've watched a couple of her. um, I've never seen her live, but she's done a lot of like online. Yeah. I've seen some of those. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's that energy. And she's great. It's so good. sweet. Okay. Yay. I just finished a book today. So I'll have to get a new, like a new Audible one with her. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever, do do you know who Dr. Joe Dispenza is? This is totally off topic, but. Uh, I have heard, I've heard that name, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know. The one I just finished today is his book and it's um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And it is so good. Um, Just kind of goes into more of like the neuroscience behind like hardwire and software and quantum field and all that. Like it, it was really, really good. Okay. I'm writing down the title right now. Yeah. So. Cool. I'm always up for a good book. I know. Me too. Um, it's funny because I always hated listening to books. Um, like I always put on like rap music when I would run, but I was like, you know, maybe I should kill like two birds with one stone. So now I listen to books <laughs> while I run, which I've has been graduated. awesome. I've yeah, graduated I know. to the age that I no longer listen to music when I run. I listen yeah. to a book. <laughs> yeah. I'll put cash money on on the weekends, I guess. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Um, okay, what's your favorite drink? Tea. Mm. Tea. I'm a I you oh my gosh, you mentioned Angela, Angela Lansbury, but like talk <laughs> about old lady, murder she wrote, and hot tea. Oh, like 
<laughs> those are like my favorite things. Yeah. You're like such an old soul. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. I know. Kind of embarrassing, but you know, it's all right. Yeah. We all have our things. Um, what is your favorite thing to do to relax? I love cooking. Um, I am a pretty great home cook. I don't ever desire to do it in a monetary aspect. Um, I read something actually that said like, it's okay to be multi-passionate and not all of your passions have to be income generating. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. It was, it was like super, super enlightening, really eye-opening. I love cooking. I love cooking. So that and um, being outside. Yeah. Right. Like we're, we're in Oregon and just being outside is, is really, really relaxing for me. Totally. Even in like the crappy rain sometimes I'm just like, cause you're just like still breathing fresh air, you know, and it's just, you know, if you go to the coast in July and it's 50 and overcast, it's like still (laughs) beautiful, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I love it. Are you born and raised in or from Oregon? Um, no, I was born in Arizona. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not from here either, but I was just curious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next one, I feel like I already know the answer to, um, what's your favorite thing to watch? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay. So I love murder. Shiro, obviously fine, <laughs> but that usually happens when I'm trying to go to bed, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I'm a diehard office fan. <laughs> always have been, always will be. It shows awesome. Um, this is us like ripped my heart out. Over I have over not again. seen it. Um, <gasps> oh, I know. Cause oh I gosh. hear that like, once I started, I won't be able to stop. So I'm like, okay, I, I no. don't have the mental so capacity you, to do this right now. <laughs> yeah. You've got to sit aside some time. Yeah. And so that finished and oh my gosh, I hear it's um, amazing. Yeah. It's so good. And then I just started stranger things. If I just started, I mean, like I just finished season one. So do mm. not spoiler. Do not spoil. I haven't seen it either. So I'm <laughs> Okay, cool. I'm not alone. Yeah, so I I either watch like Arrested Development on repeat or like Shit's Creek. That's about it. And then like whatever crap my kids put on. That's about it. I didn't know that anybody else liked Arrested Development, and I love that show. Oh my god, it is the best. <laughs> and, like, my all time favorite. I always think I'm like I would love to see Lucille and Moira like from Shit's Creek like together oh somehow. Oh, that would be so good. So I know. good. Um. They're hilarious. Um, and so, yeah, lastly, where's your favorite place to travel to? Anywhere tropical mm. with white white sand and warm water. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to the Gulf Coast, like Louisiana, Florida, any of that? I have never been to Florida. I just went to New Orleans um, a couple of years ago Fine. and um, had, like, the best time my um I'll say husband because like whatever saying fiance sounds ridiculous. But anyway, my husband and I (laughs) took an impromptu road trip and drove 13 hours from Charleston to New Orleans um, overnight. And that was amazing. But yeah, I love specifically the Gulf side of Mexico. That's Mm. like my, my Mm. favorite, my favorite place. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, you love Florida then like the Florida beaches are beautiful. Louisiana beaches aren't really aren't. I don't know why I said Louisiana. No offense to all my Louisiana peeps, but Florida. <laughs> Florida's really pretty. <laughs> oh, the river was pretty in New Orleans. <laughs> I would say like the river was pretty, but I was far away. It wasn't like, you know. Yeah. It's pretty brown. <laughs> I was eating my beignets with all of the, oh, other, with all of the other tourists. 
So. Yes. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, everybody goes there for a reason. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So worth it. Awesome. Well, yay. Oh, this has been so much fun. So where can everybody find you on social media, website, all that good stuff, email, if that's. Yes. Yes. Um, let's, my website's being redone and it's going to be relaunched in January. So I would say the absolute best ways to find me right now are on Instagram. Um, it's Ange Caulfield, Ange with an E. Um, and my last name is C-A-U-F-I-E-L-D. And then my other Instagram is Caulfield Holistics. And that's where I, where I show up for my side gig. Um, and my email, I still have not changed my name yet. So it's hello at angethompson.net. Awesome. Yay. I'll put all that in the podcast notes so everybody can get in touch with you. Cool. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy. I'm I know. so happy right now. This has been so much fun. It really has. I knew it was going to be, and I've been looking forward to it because, like, again, we've been talking about it for so long. So thank you yeah. so much. Oh, thank you for having me. You are just such a delight and so amazing. And I just want the world, I want the world to know that you were, you were one of my very first business connections. And I will <laughs> never forget you. And I think that you are just a, an incredible person. And I'm so, so blessed to have met you. Oh, thank you. I feel seriously the same way. And um, yeah, I look forward to just continuing to watch you grow. And you're gonna have to come back on, like I said, when we have video next year. And yeah, I just, it's been awesome watching your journey and getting to know you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, I feel like, like we need like a virtual hug or something. <laughs> I am already <laughs> hugging you. I'm, I'm hugging you. My champagne's gone. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Anytime. And thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed the episode and had some good takeaways. Uh, if you haven't left a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen, I would totally appreciate it. So if you have a minute, um, that would be great. If you need any free marketing tips, I've got some on my website. So feel free to head over there, um, nb.marketing to grab them. Have a good day.